will be using the green hymnal exclusively. Uh, the hymn, uh, it is 69, but it's not printed in there. It's printed in your bulletin insert, so you'll have that for the white sheet, uh, the hymn. It's I Know That My Redeemer, but not My Redeemer Lives. It's a different one. <laughs> it, it almost has the exact same uh, 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 name for it, but... So we'll be on uh, page seven and then uh, using the propers on your uh, tan sheet and the hymn from the white sheet. Mike, who is this? Mike Saint Thorlac. Saint Thorlac. I'll mention him in the sermon today. He's a bishop from Iceland. shall ascend into the hill of the Lord, or who shall stand in his holy place? He that hath clean hands and a pure heart, who hath not lifted his soul into vanity, nor sworn deceitfully, he shall receive blessing from the Lord and righteousness from the God of his salvation. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Beloved in the Lord, let us draw near with a true heart and confess our sins unto God our Father, beseeching him in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ to grant us forgiveness. Our help is in the name of the Lord. I said I will confess my transgressions unto the Lord. And thou forgivest iniquity of my sin. O Almighty God, merciful Father, I, a poor miserable sinner, confess unto thee all my sins and iniquities with which I have offended thee, and justly deserve thy temporal and eternal punishment. But I am heartily sorry for them, and truly repent of them. And I pray thee of thy boundless mercy, and for the sake of the holy, innocent, bitter sufferings and death of thy beloved Son, Jesus Christ, to be gracious and merciful to me, a poor sinful being. Upon this your confession... I, by virtue of my office as a called and ordained servant of the word, announce the grace of God unto all of you who heartily repent of your sins, believe on Jesus Christ, and sincerely and earnestly purpose by the assistance of God, the Holy Ghost, henceforth to amend your sinful lives. And in the stead and by the command of my Lord Jesus Christ, I forgive you all your sins in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. The Android. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
priests be clothed with righteousness, and let thy saints shout for joy. For thy servant David's sake, turn not away the face of thine anointed. Lord, remember David and all his afflictions. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Ghost as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Let thy priests be clothed with righteousness, and let thy saints shout for joy. For thy servant David's sake, Turn not away the face of thine anointed. Page 10, the Kyrie. Lord, have mercy upon us. Christ, have mercy upon us. Lord, have mercy upon us. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Merciful God, graciously a look upon thy church here on earth. Strengthen thy congregation and give thy church comfort and peace. Teach the leaders of thy church to unite against all obstacles to thy word. Guide those who are tempted. Comfort those who suffer any want of body or soul. Prepare thy congregation to make ready to sincerely and faithfully celebrate the holy feast of the nativity of our Lord Jesus Christ, who liveth and reigneth with thee in the Holy Ghost, ever one God, world without end. The epistle reading for St. Thorlach, bishop and confessor, is from the 13th chapter of Hebrews. Remember those who rule over you, who have spoken the word of God to you, whose faith follow. Consider the outcome of their conduct. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Do not be carried about with various and strange doctrines. For it is good that the heart be established by grace, not with foods which have not profited those who have been occupied with them. We have an altar from which those who serve the tabernacle have no right to eat. For the bodies of those animals whose blood is brought into the sanctuary by the high priest for sin are burned outside the camp. Therefore, Jesus also, that he might sanctify the people with his own blood, suffered outside the camp, or outside the gate, 
Therefore, let us go forth to him outside the camp, bearing his reproach. For here we have no continuing city, but we seek the one to come. Therefore, by him, let us continually offer the sacrifice of praise to God, that is, the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to his name. But do not forget to do good and to share, for with such sacrifices God is well pleased. Obey those who rule over you and be submissive, for they watch out for your souls as those who must give account. Let them do so with joy and not with grief, for that would be unprofitable for you. Here ends the epistle. The gradual is in your bulletin. I also clothe her priests with salvation, and her saints shall shout aloud for joy. There will I make the horn of David to bite. I have adorned a lamp for mine anointed. Alleluia, alleluia. The people will tell of their wisdom, and the congregation will show forth their praise. The Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew, the 24th chapter. Glory be to thee, O Lord. Watch, therefore, for you do not know what hour your Lord is coming. But know this, that if the master of the house had known what hour the thief would come, he would have watched, and not allowed his house to be broken into. Therefore you also be ready, for the Son of Man is coming at an hour you do not expect. Who then is a faithful and wise servant, whom his master made ruler over his household to give them food in due season? Blessed is that servant whom his master, when he comes, will find so doing. Assuredly, I say to you that he will make him ruler over all his goods. Here ends the gospel. Praise be to thee, the Nicene Creed. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and of all things visible and invisible, and in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, begotten of his Father before all worlds, God of God, light of light, very God of very God, begotten, not made being of one substance with the Father, by whom all things were made, who for us men and for our salvation came down from heaven, 
and was incarnate by the Holy Ghost of the Virgin Mary, and was made man, and was crucified also for us under Pontius Pilate. He suffered and was buried. And the third day he rose again, according to the Scriptures, and ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of the Father. And he shall come again with glory to judge both the quick and the dead, whose kingdom shall have no end. And I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Lord and giver of life, who proceedeth from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son together is worshipped and glorified, who spake by the prophets. And I believe in one holy Christian and apostolic church. I acknowledge one baptism for the remission of sins, and I look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. You may be seated. The hymn is on your white sheet. I know that my Redeemer... The tune is actually familiar. Christ 
my still heart knows it, will bear me through the strife. Thus in Christ's name I'm living, thus in Christ's name I'll die. I'll fear not though life's vigor, from death's cold shadows fly. O grave, where is thy triumph? O death, where is thy sting? Come when thou wilt and welcome. Secure in Christ I sing. Amen. Sermon text is from Matthew chapter 24, verse 42. Watch therefore, for you do not know what hour your Lord is coming. This is our text. Grace and peace to you from God our Father and from our Lord Jesus Christ. The kind of alertness that is expected by the command, watch therefore, is that of a security guard who stays awake through the night. He's on the lookout for danger and he protects everyone in the building. In the Old Testament, the governor Nehemiah had returned to Jerusalem at the end of the Babylonian exile in order to rebuild the wall of Jerusalem. And once again, he wanted to set up the temple there. He was met with opposition from those who dwelt in the land. They wanted to attack him even while they were building. Nehemiah 7, verses 1 through 3, we see him appointing men to watch. I quote, Then it was, when the wall was built and I had hung the doors, when the gatekeepers, the singers, and the Levites had been appointed, that I gave the charge of Jerusalem to my brother Hanani and Hananiah, the leader of the citadel. For he was a faithful man and feared God more than many. And I said to them, Do not let the gates of Jerusalem be opened until the sun is hot. And while they stand guard... Let them shut and bar the doors and appoint guards from among the inhabitants of Jerusalem, one at his watch station and another in front of his own house. Watch, lest you be attacked. Similarly, in the New Testament, Jesus reminds his disciples over and over again. Matthew twenty-five thirteen: stay alert because you don't know the day or the hour. Matthew 26, 41, keep watching and praying that you may not enter into temptation. Mark 13, 37, what I say to you, I say to all, watch. The apostles also, they passed on this message and continued it. Paul told the elders, the pastors in Ephesus, be on the watch, be alert, Acts 20. To the Corinthians, he said, be on the alert, stand firm in the face. 1 Corinthians 16. And then in Colossians 4, devote yourself to prayer, keeping watch in it. 
Peter also says the same thing. Be on the watch. Your adversary, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. 1 Peter 5. You see, this watching, this alertness implies not only belief, belief in our Lord Jesus Christ, that he will come, but also the desire that he would come, desiring his coming. Often we might say thinking of his coming and always looking for it as sure and near, even though the time of it is uncertain. Now in this text, uh, uh, he says that your Lord is coming. This is the first time that Jesus refers to himself by the term Lord. Jesus is the Lord. He's the God before whom on one day we will all have to stand. And when he returns, we will give an account. So we are repeatedly told to watch. Watch. And it says that we will not know the hour our Lord is coming. And it is to this very fact, not knowing when he is coming, that it lead us should it should lead us to diligence that we might never let down our guard but be watching because you don't know but in Matthew 24 today's gospel uh, uh, the parable is a bit interesting it's not like the other ones it's the idea of a burglar and a homeowner <laughs> And they're matching wits, if you will. If the homeowner could gain some inside knowledge at to what night and at what time of the night the burglar was planning to rob his house, well, the homeowner would, of course, set his alarm. He would wake up before that time and he would greet that thief with his just desserts. And the Greek makes it clear that, that this is a... Uh, a not known uh, thing. It's, a, it's called an unreal condition. If he had known, but he didn't. You see, the real kicker with this, with this parable is that our watching and alertness will not help us to outsmart the Lord. <laughs> that is, by our watching and alertness, we'll, we'll not be able to figure out his coming. Not at all. So St. Paul says this, now concerning the times and the seasons, brothers, you have no need to have, it, to have me write anything to you, for you yourselves are fully aware that the day of the Lord will come like a thief in the night. There's the thief, the thief in the night. First Thessalonians 5. You see, our watching, our alertness, doesn't stop Jesus from coming as a thief. He still comes as a thief, and we still don't know when he's coming. A.T. Robertson has said, It is useless to set the day and hour for Christ's coming, but it is folly to neglect it. You can't set the date, but you dare not forget his coming. We should know that Jesus is coming. And when he comes, he comes to remove all evil and to take home his believers the knowledge of the Lord and his return is what we must keep in mind. We must know that our sins, well, they would be punished if it were not for the forgiveness 
of sins. St. Peter says, But the day of the Lord will come like a thief. And then the heavens will pass away with the roar. The heavenly bodies will be burned up and dissolved. The earth and the works that are done on it will be exposed. Second Peter 3. So to watch for Christ's coming is to remain in the gracious forgiveness of sins. That is, to repent of our sins and to trust in Christ, that we might be in good standing with the Lord so that he finds us when he does return, and we don't know when it is, that we will be in that state of grace when our Lord returns. It would appear that we are to watch and be ready As I said before, not to outsmart the Lord, but so that when he does come, and he will catch us by surprise, he will, but when he comes and catches us, we, his household, will be doing just as the Lord has directed us when he returns. So Revelation chapter 3. Remember, therefore, how, how you have received and heard. And hold fast and repent. Hold fast, believe, repent. Therefore, if you will not watch, I will come upon you as a thief, and you will not know what hour I will come upon you. So those who hold fast and repent. Revelation sixteen fifteen. Behold, I am coming as a thief. Blessed is he who watches and keeps his garments, lest he walk naked. And they see his shame. Keeps his garments. Blessed is the one who watches. What does he do? He holds fast to the Christian doctrines. He repents of his sins. We are to keep our garment. We don't want to be uh, uh, exposed in our sinfulness, our nakedness. But with the sinless robe of Jesus Christ, we're to put on Christ's forgiveness, which we receive by faith. Blessed is he who is in that state of watching when the Lord returns. This brings me to my second point for tonight, which seems to be the theme of tonight. Because of this necessity of the disciples needing to watch, therefore, the Lord has set up a master of the house. That would be a master servant that he might... Well, watch over the other servants. And that master servant is to have double duty. That is, that servant is to take care of the household, the things that belong to the master, and he is to feed the other servants, the people that belong to the master. The one who does this is considered a faithful and wise servant. We already saw in Nehemiah where he says, that man is a wise man. He was faithful. So also, then, he is speaking of none other than the pastoral office. As the book of Hebrews speaks of the ruler, as the one who speaks the word of God, who warns you, as it said, of various and strange doctrines, so also we need to be on guard against that wrong teaching, lest we would be holding on to it. He also needs to direct us to grace and to Jesus Christ, so that we might always find ourselves clothed in Christ. Hebrews, verse 17, says then, Obey those who rule over you. And he says you ought to do it with joy so that he might also be joy. And that might be a profit to you. For if the watchman is watching at the gate, then, uh, well, the city is kept safe. If the pastor is watching at the false doctrine and preaching the truth, 
then the people too are kept safe, joy in following our Lord's direction. So tonight we gather on St. Thorlach's Day. Uh, the Icelandic church actually appoints a couple of days uh, in his honor. He was a faithful bishop in 1133 in southern Iceland. We find uh, the description of him as a, a, a faithful man and one who is uh, given over to the Lord is, is quite amazing. Already at the age of 15, he is ordained a deacon. Then, by the age of 19, he is ordained a priest. He goes and studies in uh, France and Paris and England for a total of six years, and then he returns to Iceland to serve out his uh, uh, duty. Upon his return, he becomes an Augustinian monk, uh, and in the year 1174, he was elected as a bishop at Althing. When he was 60 years old, he passes away. What about this, this bishop, St. Thorlach? Well, uh, the Church of Iceland is officially the Evangelical Lutheran Church of Iceland. Yes, they, the, uh, the official church professes the Lutheran faith. It is composed of a, uh, of a single diocese there. Uh, before the Reformation, or, or actually before Christianity, it was quite pagan. Um, uh, before the Reformation uh, comes, and again, that was the time of, of St. Thorlach. Yes, he was one who was uh, trying to uh, be true to the church. But what we find is that in 1530, it embraces the Lutheran faith. It would appear that someone has taught them the truth so that uh, they might continue to hold what, well, they have always held to. And so we see with this that the, well, the nation is kept safe uh, through a good and faithful man who preaches the truth and makes sure that they hold fast to it. For that, we give Thanks to our Lord. Amen. May the peace of God, which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in faith in Christ Jesus unto life everlasting. Amen. Page 18 is the offertory. A clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not away from your presence, and take not thy Holy Spirit from me. Restore unto me the joy of thy salvation, and uphold me with thy free spirit. Almighty and most merciful God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, we thank thee for all thy goodness and tender mercies especially for the gift of thy dear Son and for the revelation of thy will and grace. And we beseech thee so to implant thy word in us that in good and honest hearts we may keep it 
and bring forth fruit by patient continuance in well-doing. We give you thanks that you did raise up from the dead our Redeemer, our Lord Jesus Christ, that you showed him openly unto witnesses, those chosen before you, who testify, uh, having been received the grace and apostleship and the ministry, uh, unto the obedience of faith among all the nations. We beseech thee of thy great mercy, keep us in that pure apostolic doctrine of the Holy Gospel, accompany the preaching of the word with the effectual working of thy spirit that we may be built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets, with Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone. Help us to watch as we remember those who have spoken unto us the word of God, that we would keep that faith. Raise up at all times faithful witnesses that are truth. Endue them with power from on high, that they may fearlessly confess thee before men and turn many hearts to thee. Rule thy people with thy rod, the flock of thy heritage, with the staff of the good shepherd, that being kept by thy grace and power, we may at last obtain the end of our faith, even the salvation of our souls, and with all the saints, praise and glorify thee, world without end. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Dearly beloved, for as much as we purpose to come to the Holy Supper of our Lord Jesus Christ, it becometh us diligently to examine ourselves, as St. Paul exhorteth us. For this holy sacrament hath been instituted for the special comfort and strengthening of those who humbly confess their sins and who hunger and thirst after righteousness. But if we thus examine ourselves, we shall find nothing in us but only sin and death, from which we can in no wise set ourselves free. Therefore, our Lord Jesus Christ hath had mercy upon us, hath taken upon himself our nature, that so he might fulfill for us the whole will and law of God, and for us and for our deliverance suffer death and all that we by our sins have deserved, and to the end that we should the more confidently believe this and be strengthened by our faith in a cheerful obedience to his holy will, he hath instituted the holy sacrament of his supper, in which he feedeth us with his body and giveth us to drink of his blood. Therefore, whoso eateth of this bread and drinketh of this cup, firmly believing the words of Christ, dwelleth in Christ, and Christ in him, and hath eternal life. We should also do this in remembrance of him, showing his death, that he was delivered for our offenses and raised again for our justification, and rendering unto him most hearty thanks for the same, take up our cross and follow him. And according to his commandment, love one another, even as he hath loved us. For we are all one bread and one body. 
even as we are all partakers of this one bread and drink of this one cup. I will wash my hands in innocency, and so will I compass thine altar, O Lord, that I may publish with the voice of thanksgiving and tell of all thy wondrous works. Lord, I have loved the habitation of thy house and the place where thy honor dwelleth.
Take and eat the true body of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, given into death for my sins. Amen. I take and drink the true blood of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, shed for the remission of my sins. Amen. Depart in peace. Amen. Come. Take indeed, this is the true body of our Lord Jesus Christ, given into death for the forgiveness of all of your sins. Take indeed, the true body of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Take indeed, the true body of our Lord Jesus Christ, given for you. drink the true blood of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Take, drink. This is the true blood of our Lord Jesus Christ shed for you. Take, drink the true blood of our Lord and Savior shed for the remission of your sins. Take, drink the true blood of our Lord and Savior. Take and drink the true blood of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, shed for the remission of your sins. May this true body and blood strengthen and preserve your body and soul unto life everlasting. Depart in peace. What is Pastor Ellipsis food, O Lord? May we possess in purity of heart what has given us in time be our healing for eternity.
Amen. 